Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. 3CR and Uprise Radio are recorded on the unceded lands of the Rwandri people of the Kulin Nation. Uprise Radio pays respect to elders past, present and emerging of these communities and stands in solidarity with anybody resisting the settler colonial state. Please be advised that this episode of Uprise Radio contains the names of Aboriginal people who have died, as well as depictions of police violence. If these things are distressing to you, please tune out now. Gather round people and I'll tell you a story 200 years of history that's falsified British invaders that we remember as heroes Are you ready to tell the other side? We start our story in 1493 With a piece of paper called the Doctrine of Discovery Invoked by Pope Alexander VI Without this good Christian, our story don't exist From little things, big things grow From little things, big things grow Captain James Cook, he boarded a fleet And he was armed with the doctrine of discovery The same tactics were used by Columbus It's how today Australia claims terra nullius Cause on that paper, the Pope did write That you're only human if you've been saved by Christ And if there are no Christians in sight The land you stumble on becomes your God-given right From little things, big things grow from Little Things, Big Things Grow. And that was Ziggy Ramo and uh, his song from Little Things, Big Things Grow, which of course is a classic from Paul Kelly and Kev Carmody. And much like when AB Original did a cover with Paul Kelly, I think that Ziggy is going to go on to very big things and I would recommend people go and listen to some of his music wherever you can. Because, of course, this week is NADOC week. And unfortunately, a lot of the events, such as the march that usually happens uh, not far from 3CR studios, is not going ahead because of uh, COVID restrictions and a lot of the events are not happening. But uh, I think Aboriginal activists are talking to people to listen to music, watch Aboriginal TV shows, stream shows, uh, you know, talk about the ongoing fight for Aboriginal rights and recognising Aboriginal culture in Australia. So we would recommend that as well. Welcome everybody to Uprise Radio and I am James and I'm joined by Jackson and Mercedes, the Uprise Radio crew. Lovely to see you guys again. 
the crew yeah. that's growing, which is nice. Tell the ladies, how are you? Yeah, good. Good to see you both again this week. In the flesh. Um, yeah, how have you... I know that uh, you visited the Coronial Inquest uh, for Raymond Knoll this week. Yeah, that's um, correct. Well, last week, yeah. Last week, sorry. Um, I was really surprised that you told me that the police just, like, deployed 30 vehicles. I'm not sure if it was 30, but um, so on Wednesday of last week, so the coronial inquest ran for two weeks. The final day was last Friday. Um, And on Wednesday last week, uh, extra security um, was called into the court and denied coroner. And also there was an increased police presence outside the court. So... Um, the family and the Dajoa Foundation, um, who are supporting the family, who do wonderful work with people who have lost family members in custody, um, put a call out for supporters to come just because in a disgusting display of force, the police brought more people outside of the court, um, which is horrific. And, and, And that decision to bring more police in that show of force was also defended um, by Vic Pohl as well, and who who seemed to think that there was nothing wrong or inappropriate or violent about that at all. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like a sick reverse solidarity, like them somehow showing that you know the the series of events that led up to the death of Raymond Noel are in any way acceptable. You know, like the, the, the police are going to, like, you know, just uh, 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 will refuse to allow people even to express their disgust and their support for the family. You, you know, that th- that is somehow problematic or dangerous rather than, than their actions. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, yeah, on, on Friday, the call out was put out um, and the family spoke prior to the opening of the court of the, of the last day, and so it was really good to see. Um, quite a few supporters there to be there to support the family um, in is what obviously a really really difficult time mm. and can you talk a bit about like what the inquest has found uh, thus far or, or perhaps a little bit about you know the police's descriptions of, of, of what they did and the, the council assistings uh, you know representing the family of Raymond Noel you know depicting what they did yeah so the the scope of the inquest um, was to determine the circumstances and the decision by police to pursue Raymond Knoll's vehicle and did it comply with the pursuit policy? Um, Was it made in line with that policy? And basically what seems from the council assisting submissions um, and the evidence that was given um, was that there was... It just highlighted the gross inadequacies inadequacies of the policy and also it was sort of shown that um, there was a lot of grey areas about what initiating a pursuit actually means, what it is, what's the difference between an intercept, um, a pursuit, you know, the, the within five seconds the police vehicle went from zero to 103 kilometres an hour um, and that was still not considered a pursuit, that was still considered an intercept. Um, and also in what, what prescribes a pursuit. Um, so one of the council assisting, submi- assisting com- submissions was that it must be considered by 
officers that in engaging in a pursuit that they have to consider whether that their pursuit will affect the behaviour of the driver that they're pursuing, which seems obvious that if you're going to speed in a residential street at 135 kilometres an hour, claim that you, you know, that, that um, you're not aware or you didn't feel unsafe doing that, that whether that actions is going to affect someone that you're pursuing. Mm. Um, without any sirens, without any lights, without any instruction to pull over, I think it's really important to imagine you're driving down a, you know, a suburban street at night and suddenly an unmarked car charges at you. I mean, that's what a car going from zero to 105 kilometres in five seconds feels like. It feels like a car has appeared and it's driving towards you really fast. Most people would try to evade that car because it's terrifying. Yeah. And, and the fear that is associated. That, you know, obviously, in the US, the police violence is mostly uh, perpetrated with guns and you know weapons there. And of course, police in Australia certainly use their um, you know weapons as a means that um, kills Aboriginal people in custody as well. But this is uh, certainly not the first time that police have used their vehicles as a weapon. You know, obviously. TJ Hickey um, is another person, young Aboriginal man who was killed by police um, in pursuit on um, in their vehicle. And clearly, they see this as a legitimate way that they can, you know, intimidate, scare, and you know, in the, some of these instances, actually kill Aboriginal people. Yeah, and it's appalling. Uh, I feel strange about people's lives becoming case studies uh, for policy to change. You know, obviously there's a broader issue with racism in the force, but it is encouraging that this inquest, you know, from from what I've read, um, there does appear to be an acknowledgement that what happened in this instance shouldn't happen again, Mm. is what it feels. But I, I guess one of the issues with legislative change is that it's so incredibly slow and you know the best of intentions while you still have I mean the way that these police decided to intercept uh, mm. this this young man um, highlights a systemic issue within policing itself exactly mm. because there wasn't even, there was no criminal offense you know committed this was a a civic mm. offense and and when that civic offense was even discovered apart from the car was looking, quote unquote dodgy Mm-hmm. You know, when they discovered that the, the car was unregistered, a minor offence, a, a very mm. minor offence, that may well have been after this fatal intercept. Uh, so it's... Yeah. I, I think, yeah, there's some really, you know, important kind of details in the case that, um, you know, Mercedes has been sharing. And I think perhaps there's another show that we would be able to spend a bit more time delving into those kind of things. But I, I think the frustration is, like, why do we need to create policies to stop police killing people? Like, you know, stop, just stop doing it. You know, it, it, it just is pretty unfathomable that, oh, well, this, I mean, and yeah, I think things are interesting to see how it plays out. But there isn't another aspect to say you just shouldn't be doing that. Like the whole policing system mm-hmm. is structured in a way that not only is it racist, but it's violent. And you, uh, even the act of, um, you know, like you said, Mercedes, of pulling up all of your um, riot squad ca- police cars out the front of the court to show, a, you know, this big show of, like, you know, bravo force of look at us. It's disgusting, you know. It's just you a are on trial of... in the court. 
You don't need to come out here and then, you know, basically wave your dick in the air out the front of the court. Yeah, it's just a strong arm of the uh, violent and oppressive colonial state. Mm. Mm. It feels really odd uh, to be segueing from this subject to, to the next. But um, Before we do, sorry, sorry just uh, mention that given this, um, keep showing up. Follow, pay the rent, um, follow the Dajoa mm. Foundation. They do really good work supporting families of people who have died in custody. Um, so make sure to keep up to date and keep showing up. Can you spell Absolutely. out Dajoa? It's D-H-A-D-J-O-W-A. Thank you. And we can post some links to that and the um, pay the rent pages um, people can follow. And we did a show on pay the rent last year, which recommend people go back and listen to absolutely hi i'm kutcher edwards beyond the bars is 3cr's annual prison radio series where we share the mic with aboriginal and torres strait islander inmates in victorian prisons we started in 2002 and this year marks 20 years on the air Be sure to tune in at 11am each morning from Monday, July the 5th to Friday, July the 9th for Beyond the Bars 2021 broadcast. For more information, head to our website, 3cr.org.au forward slash beyond the bars. Thoughts within. You are listening to Uprise Radio on 3CR. And over the last few weeks, it came to my attention that a lot of people were talking about a particular comedy special um, that aired on Netflix called Inside, which is about one comedian's experience of making a comedy special while being locked down in the US. Now, I enjoyed uh, this. <laughs> I'm laughing. You know, it's been it's been a polarizing uh, it's been a polarizing special for uh, people. Uh, but I think it's worth talking about because it is very current, and a lot of Australia over the last, uh, you know, two weeks has been in lockdown. You know, it's strange for Victoria not to be in lockdown while other states are. I thought we'd play a song from Bo Burnham's Inside, uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about this special that's on Netflix at the moment. Hey kids, today we're going to learn about the world. that's around us is pretty amazing but how does it work it must be complicated the secret is the world can only work when everything works together a bee drinks from a flower and leaves with its pollen a squirrel in a tree spreads the seeds that have fallen everything works together the biggest elephant the littlest fly the gophers underground the birds in the sky and every single cricket every fish in the sea gives what they can and gets what they need is how the world works that is how the world works from a to zebra to the worms in the dirt that's how it works hey everyone look who stopped by to say hello it's Socko. hey where you been Socko? i've been where i always am when you're not wearing me on your hand 
in a frightening liminal space between states of being. Not quite dead, On your foot. not quite and alive. It's similar to a constant state of sleep paralysis. Sako, we were just talking about the world and how it works. Boy, that sounds complicated. Do you have anything you'd want to teach us about the world? I wouldn't say anything that you probably haven't already said yourself. I don't know about that, Sako. How about you give it a try? All right. The simple narrative taught in every history class is demonstrably false and pedagogically classist. Don't you know the world is built with blood and genocide and exploitation? The global network of capital essentially functions to separate the worker from the means of production. And the FBI killed Martin Luther King. Private property's inherently theft. And neoliberal fascists are destroying the left. And every politician, every cop on the street protects the interests of the pedophilic corporate elite. That is how the world works. Really? And that so, was Ben Folds 5 on antidepressants. <laughs> and you are listening to Uprise Radio on 3C. It's a reasonable analogy. Though I think many of uh, Bo Burnham's fans are worried that he's not on antidepressants after watching the show. And, you know, the depictions of mental illness, uh, you know, as a result of extended lockdown and the pressure of delivering a high-budget Netflix special when you're under lockdown... Uh, has been, you know, one of the points of discussion after the airing of the show. But, you know, just just briefly, um, before we get into what we did and didn't like about it, I think, you know, what what I like, you know, and I, I love seeing, you know, adjective propaganda in the mainstream for the left. And I, and I think that this has had a wide appeal, and he is, you know, highlighting, um, you know, critiques of capitalism, uh, you know, critiques of capitalist ecocide, uh, critiques of... Uh, empty consumerism, of the replacement of actual social justice with uh, brands making woke ads, you know, I think there's some interesting things on that, but, you know, it stops short of being like a really radical piece because he's constantly undermining, you know, that groundwork, and, and just in that song there, we go from like, you know, in his positive verse, you know, he's paraphrasing Marx, you know, talking about from each according to their ability to each, each of uh, according to their need, uh, and he's talking about, you know, neoliberal fascists destroying the left which is you know an interesting idea but then he's, he's lumping in you know the alienation of the worker from the means of production with some you know QAnon pedophilic corporate elite you know as though these two things are you know equally you know worthy of our derision or, or concern or whatever when of course they're, you know they're poles apart you know so mm. Marxism and QAnon are not comparable phenomenons I pray <laughs> Uh, as much as many on the right would try and make that so. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, what did you think of, of, of the special? Uh, well, I've watched it twice, you know, once uh, as recommended by a friend, and I enjoyed it the first time, which, James, you're probably not happy to hear. But <laughs> um, I did enjoy it the first time, and I, I think I enjoyed it very much in terms of its artistic in its artistic capacity, you know, the use of lighting I found really cool and that sort of thing. But I, I, on the second watching, I probably, and after we'd sort of chatted about it a little bit, um, just listening a little bit more, and there were a few things that I thought initially that were quite good that I then sort of came to realise that I felt a little bit more uncomfortable about um, in terms of the context of, 
it being a Netflix special. There was one point at the very start where he, um, you know, he said, as, as, a, as a white guy, I should just shut up. And I think that it would have been amazing if it just stopped there. Like it just would have been, that would have been more hilarious <laughs> if it had just kind of gone blank. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I enjoyed it for, for what it was, its comedic value. Um, I think the songwriting is really clever. Mm. Um, but maybe it starts a conversation or or what is the target audience? Is it people who perhaps haven't had access to these sort of ideas before or... Um, I think the target audience is people like millennials and Zoomers, you know, who, who are his core audience. You know, this is a guy who broke out on YouTube, you know, he's, he has a large online following. And it, de- and it deals a lot with kind of critiquing the replacement of physical interactions with digital interactions during... Definitely. And, and the lockdown in America, I think, you know, we went through a long lockdown in Melbourne, but a lockdown accompanied by mass casualties uh, and mass social unrest, you know, which, which is in, in the piece as well. Like, I, I think it's a, an interesting testament to the historical nature of the times as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's easy to be... Sometimes it's a bit easy to be jaded about what's occurring. But, I mean, the United States is crazy at the moment. You know, the level of political agitation on both sides and activism, you know, the amount of Americans mm. that have participated in on-the-street activism in the last 18 months is cr- extremely high, which is, which is a wonderful thing. In the midst of a pandemic, yeah, you know, and it's and it's interesting that this you know widely consumed comedy special, you know, explicitly talks about the total inaction on climate change from the U.S. government. You know, mm-hmm. or, or not. But it's not like you know this is all across discourses on you know music on and if you if you know um, Netflix shows mainstream um, Netflix series that they talk about all of these kind of things you know the the kind of decaying elements of American imperialism, of capitalism, these things are explored now in Marvel cinema. It's not it's not a niche, like, idea that who is he speaking to? Well, he, he's taken the most mainstream of, you know, things that are in the public view and critiquing things like, you know, um, you know, white women's Instagrams, oh, look at all the things they put on there, where in, in actual fact... If he flips that the other side, he is the white guy of the white women's Instagram that he's making fun of. Mm. And he doesn't see that he is he is a joke. He's like if this is an example of the art that is created to signify these times, then it you know, art is dead. We are That's we so are funny. at the end the of name, times. That is the name of one of his songs, James. One of his yeah, earlier exactly. And it just so it's it's awful. I can't see how. I mean, I assume that after playing the first ten seconds, most listeners have already tuned out anyway. But if they're still with us, <laughs> thank you. Uh, and um, I would not recommend watching this Netflix special. But I mean, you know, I- it's not as though there was heaps of things created during that time. You know, um, Run the Jewels created an, an awesome, recorded an awesome album during the pandemic. It wasn't about just like, oh, I'm a um, sad rich white guy sitting in an apartment with access to creating a Netflix special you know it was about the the movement that was happening on the streets you know because run the jewels were part of that movement that or the black lives matter movement and they created art around it you know i guess it just i mean i think that i i love all genres of music and all of that and it's fine and it's just not partly music that i would enjoy but but i think you're right i mean it's i just, just- I can't 
fathom this being a like critical piece of um, social, yeah, history. Yeah, like you know, as I said, I enjoyed it, but I would like it. It wouldn't be the first place that I would go to generate a critique or to look or try and understand the last year in terms of social movements and stuff like that. Mm. You know, that's what. That's even though I think it was good in that way that it you know you don't see a lot of things in the mainstream that do that but maybe you do i don't know i'm not really a big marvel movie watcher myself but yeah. um i i liked the reference i'm struggling to think of a marvel marvel movie that has a uh, <laughs> cognizant uh critique of imp- american imperialism they're kind of more like ads for american imperialism in the main though i will say uh, Captain America was created as like a anyway. It's created to all of those things are, are like the inverse of what they appear without actually watching it. You know, it's Captain America was created as a thing that was like not about celebrating American um, America. It was actually like it's similar to what you're talking about with this guy. It's yeah, like it it's showing movie something movie. and subverting it. Yeah, well, but the current credit, Captain yeah. America films, you know, are, they do have some interesting discussions of like, you know, there's a there's a particular, you know, just to go on a segue, but there's a particular Marvel movie where they destroy an Eastern European city, and then there is a lot of uh, them thinking about what liberation through violence means, you know, which is a real American ideal in terms of intervention and you know, bringing freedom to people through warfare. So there, there, there is critiques if you search hard for them. I suppose, like, I, I really take the point that this is, and, and I think he takes the point. I don't think he is, like, blind to his position within this debate. Like, I think mm. he, you know, is very aware. I mean, the, the opening song is about, like, should anyone be telling jokes at a time like this? You know, well, and, and I'm going to make you some content. So he's sort of hyper-aware of the fact that he's purely a content creator. Totally. And, 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 you know, there's lines like, you know, if you know, they've had horrendous bushfires in the US over the last 18 months, you know, if you wake up and your house smells like smoke, don't panic, call me and I'll tell you a joke. You know, if you see white people dressed in white cloaks, don't panic, call me and I'll tell you a joke. And, you know, the, the point of that is to say that comedy is useless with the, with the real crises that, that we're dealing with. So I think the depiction of him as like, you know, totally naive to his to his positioning is, is a bit ludicrous. But I also think that it takes all perspectives, you know, any any great change. Like, yes, it would have been much better for him to be out on the street participating, and I don't know whether he did or did, did it, I have no, no idea. Certainly not depicted in, in, in this comedy. But, I don't know, I find, like, the contributions around... For me, it, like, clarified in some really catchy sing-song tunes some of the horror associated with, as we have this, this rising, you know, leftist awareness around the globe, I would say, around the Western world, you know, it, it's dovetailed with these, you know, really sick efforts of particularly corporations to, you know, ride on the coattails of, 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 of genuine social change. And I think that the Burnham piece has a really good job of highlighting that, you know, you know cynical... Uh, but really captivating for young people. Like, I think we, we can all acknowledge that, I don't know, like, it's, I think everyone, you know, goes through a process of suddenly, you know, you can call it political consciousness awakening or something, but suddenly realising that the, the messages they've been given from the mainstream are patently false and, and part, of the, part of the problem, you know, rather than any kind of solution. And my, my hope is, 
that this piece you know reaches kids like that who was who mm. sitting at home in this in this period and seeing everything that's happening on the, on, on the streets and you know his audience is those very online young people who are not connected with people in the physical world who would be terrified of going out to a real world environment and talking to strangers on a picket line you know so I, I think there's value in well he in has a song well. about that towards the end as well about that the real world exists on a digital platform, so, you know, suit up and go outside and get what you need and bring it back. Because that's where it is actually dangerous, not here safe Mm. in front of the glow of the screen. And this is a real issue. Online addiction and, you know, an absence of tactile contact, is Mm -hmm. is, that's a real problem. And, you know, he is... No one worry. Bo Burnham is not suffering... He got paid a fortune to make this special. It's been a roaring success. We don't have to worry about his mental health. But I think totally dismissing the work as, you know, empty and salacious is, is, isn't the right thing to do either. And that's all we have time for. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want some, you know, cool ideas of a way to use a phone light to create a space in a small room, it's pretty cool too. Yeah, the effects and the way you use lighting and create it to space is, you know, from artistically is pretty, pretty cool. Ah, oh, James is currently waving a spotlight in front of his face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are really running out of time though, but it's been really great uh, to have you join the show um, for the second week. Uh, and we look forward to uh, making more content with you to borrow a friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, fun, fun to talk it out, James. And Jackson is going to um, play us out with um, he's brought his sock puppet in and he's written a little, a little song about his life. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.